I have zero. Um, I have zero inbox. Do you know that? We do another contract here. Well, let's do a three-hour show. What? We should be done right now. Well, you're having this negotiation with me. That's the only problem. Well, who am I supposed to negotiate with, <laughs> Fred? And uh, the one thing I don't respond well to is humiliation. I don't respond well to it at all. You know, I don't want to be told what a shithead I am. I don't want to. You know, this, those days are over. I've, I've suffered enough in this business. I don't need to, to find out what a shithead I am. Are you ready for this? Cut your hair, man. What do yeah. you do? What's going on? I'm getting old. So I what? You know, you, I can't keep it like yours. You know, I'm, I'm old too. So what? Yeah, but you're ugly. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Jesus. What are you saying? I need I, the hair? You, you need it. No, I well, need you it. need it. Well, you know, it's just <laughs> interesting when people have their kids on the air. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if a kid was a fuck-up, you just keep them quiet. I put my kids on the air more, but they, they want no part of it. When you're trying to just have a friendly conversation, when he's irritable, the things you do every day become the wrong thing to do. That's true. He doesn't listen. That's right. The most irritating thing of all is that we used to be good friends, and we just aren't anymore. I still love him, but he says everybody's expendable, and I just have to live with that. I was going to look for a Nikki Hilton. But you see, those good-looking rich rich girls, they don't go for a guy like me because they don't need my money. And Rickles tells me this story, so Beth says to Don Rickles, gee, I wonder what they say about me. (laughs) Don Rickles goes, you. No one cares about you. You don't even know that important. No one says anything about you. No one. No one talks about you. I don't even know you. You're not that big. I do have to ask, do you think there's a physical match between him and Beth? Do you? I guess they're both tall and have tall fingers. (laughs) Yeah, they look right together. I don't know, they look more right together now. It was just on the regular show. <laughs> it just occurred to me. Like, who get, like, I, uh, it dawned on me like two days ago. Who's a, like, my hair's gonna get crazy because yeah. I don't have, like, a, I'm not gonna get a haircut. And then Beth goes, I'll cut your hair, but you can't cut my hair because my my hair is curly. It's a unique. It's unique. hard to cut your hair. Welcome, guys, to QF, a podcast about uh, Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. With me once again is Chicago Bob, a.k.a. Bobby Chicago. How are you today, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm getting there. It'd be nice to get this one wrapped up. This is a three-parter. We didn't know it would take this long, guys, but we had so much fun with the first two parts. We just couldn't finish. We couldn't We couldn't uh, let it sit. Uh, we couldn't not finish this one. We definitely were going to get it through, but... Um, once they start mentioning Barbara Bush, uh, poor, poor Bob lost it last time. That was the celebrity hang at the peninsula that there, you know, that, uh, that uh, Katie Lee started mentioning. These are the people we hobnobbed with. And we, we just started riffing. It's a great, great episode, part two. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So we're going to continue off from there. Do you realize well, that, if you didn't go to... A lot of times I will do that. It, it, I would bring... <laughs> like Beth gets turned on when I'm doing the radio show and she sees me working all the controls and I stuff. love that. You got to do what you're good at. Right, right, you right. You bring a girl to something that you're good at doing. I get you turned had no on boo. now when I go to his concerts and I see him playing. That's a real turn on. Uh, yeah, I would imagine yeah. so. I mean, that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good rush. 
Yeah. What did you say, Art? Well, uh, if she had never gone to the peninsula that day, I wouldn't be eating these cookies. Thank you. <laughs> right. You'd be much lighter, right? Now. Everything led her right here. Right. <laughs> All roads lead to Artie. Right. Well, let me tell you. Uh, in fact, uh, a man will go a, fa- a long way to impress a woman. Billy jumping up on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I called Regis Philbin because he lives in my building. And when Beth was walking the building, I said, could you talk me up in the elevator? When- <laughs> I understand you're dating Dreamboat upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest guy on the planet. My God, he's fantastic. So, Katie, all is good. You're happy. Mm-hmm. You're going to give Billy Joel a son. <laughs> I was impressed. In fact, I'm at, not pregnant. You were not pregnant? No, not right uh, now. At the, at the uh, wedding, I went to the wedding. Is that right? That's right. Oh, I remember you talking about that. And Billy's daughter, Alexa, was actually Katie's maid of honor, which mm-hmm. is almost unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's nice, though. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Alexa last night for Extra. I covered Katie's party, uh-huh. and she said the most wonderful things about Katie and her cooking, and it was... Yeah, but she better. She wants to know what's, she knows what's good for her. Beth was on Extra? There was a short time there where she was acting as a correspondent for E! Uh, extra, whatever they're calling it at the time, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> There's an infamous uh, intrude, like a, you know one-on-one interview between Beth and Chelsea Handler and Chelsea's just kind of disgusted like oh you're you're that no talent that Howard's oh, fucking no. really you never saw that no do you have it I do yeah you want to see it I will just send it to me I gotta I gotta see how long is it it's like in maybe a couple minutes tops <clears throat> just send it to me I gotta see that okay I gotta see that all right. I like we'll how he that. mentions. Yeah, I had I had Regis Philbin talk me up. Like, could you have picked a, an older, a l- lamer, <laughs> lamer? Like, even if it was well, like here's let's be honest. That's that's in his building. I mean, with the options he had were Steve Gutenberg and Regis Philbin. You know, he didn't even set it up either. He probably had his agent reach out because he's such a fucking lame. Big time. Yeah. She's a lovely, lovely girl. Has she has a new album? She said coming out. Yeah, she's yeah. been recording. Talk about pressure. I don't know if I was like Billy Joel's kid, would I want to be in the music business? The answer would be probably not, because it's a pain in the ass. You know, the dude is what? really good. At yeah, but does. I mean, if you you want to try it, you got to yeah. try yeah, it. Yeah, right? that's what you have inside of you. She should have done. You know, D just wrote me a note. His son's starting on Thursday. Yes, I got that note too. Jesse, he's going to be on a show on MTV. It's all rock stars' kids who are trying to get a recording mm-hmm. contract. I wonder if Alexa would have done that. Actually, I think that they approached her, but she didn't want. She wants to do yeah. it on her own. She does. Yeah. She she didn't do it. Stupid. What do you mean? I wonder if she would have. She didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> and what? What? I don't even understand. So he's saying, I don't want to go into music because it would have been a pain in the ass. Why? I don't get why he thinks she wouldn't go into it because her dad or. Yeah. Yeah. He basically saying why? like he well, if he used the wrong choice of words, like no, it's not because it's annoying. It oh, would be because no kidding. You know, you, you know, it would be incredibly pressure filled because if you're a failure like Jacob Dylan, you know, Bob Dylan's son in the wallflowers, you know, following in the footsteps of his old man, which I hate fucking oh, Dylan yeah. anyway. So it makes makes them. makes no difference to me. But Hardy was the best one wrap up. show. he goes, Jacob Dylan's not, you know, he got a record contract because of his fucking old man. Like what else is, you know, as if that we don't know that that was the case. And um, 
yeah, you know, in this case, yeah, I, I, he's but it, it, the. I agree with Howard in that situation, but he just used the wrong uh, choice. It was a wrong turn of phrase. Like um, uh, famous people's sons or daughters who go into the business after them. You know, there's a um, Jason Connery. No, I didn't know that. No, there was I'm a not Chad- a celebrity guy, though, man. No, you're I, not. I do Chad remember. I, I, I do remember the, the wallflowers, though. Yeah, they were big. And they got decently minute. big, weren't they? They they had a they had a little uh, it was about a three year period where they had actual like charting singles and stuff you know they had they had hits yeah they sang yeah. that that they did a cover on that fucking awful good uh, Godzilla movie uh, soundtrack they did a Bowie cover oh. and it was all it was really horrendous guys watch go ahead and watch it and you tell us what you think um, but any and I'm not even a huge <laughs> Bowie fan but my God uh, okay. Anyway, so and Alexa, Alexa Ray Joel, if I'm not mistaken, is the kid that Billy had with uh, Christy Brinkley. And she's usually mm. brought up in the context of kids who had the unfortunate, <laughs> they got the unfortunate bad looks from the ugly parent. Mm, okay. You know? And uh, they they usually put her together with Rumor Willis, like Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's kid, who's really unattractive. She's had all kinds of uh, plastic surgery, and I'm not trying to like mm. ugly shame, but I'm just saying as a, as a point of reference, um, you know, fuck the music, just the fact that you had to be looking like your old man who is a troll, and then like Howard's kids, who I'm not going to talk about their looks, but. Mostly they mostly they took after their mother, except for Emily. Emily mm-hmm. looks like the spit of Howard, and that's never a good thing. I was going to say, I, I feel like I've seen them, and they're not bad-looking girls by any means. But Not, not, not horrendous, but there's still like that, that stern DNA. It, you could just tell, like, if you took that out of the mix, it would be a game sure. changer. <laughs> that, that one <laughs> drop went a long way, huh? Yeah, big time. With them. <laughs> <laughs> and she's into jazz, right? Is she a jazz mm-hmm. musician? Yeah, she does yeah. jazz and she plays the piano. She writes all of her own songs. Hmm. She's really, really talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must be genetic. I'm hoping that when we have kids, my genes don't hold them back. <laughs> You're, <lucky. laughs> You're hoping the kids don't sing like oh, you? Oh, God. I will never sing them a lullaby. It has to go to him. I could see. I want to mess it up. be right. a great combination. Kids can sing and make a damn good batch of cookies. <laughs> And look like Katie. You are technically uh, Alexa's stepmother. Have you ever had to spank her in this? Well, let's say she's Send only in. Her, let's say you're both nude and she's no, in her underpants God. and you have to spank Howard. her. That never happened. No. It's too bad. That would have been a good story. Uh, not oh that I would approve God. of that. I don't think corporal punishment is right for children. <laughs> but that's your story to tell. What a what a creep. I mean, did we not see that coming? Like yeah. a mile away. Yeah. Howard's going to make some low hanging fruit joke like mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it's just boring, man. This is when everything got so fucking boring. Well, it, we're already we're already at the um, the who gives a fuck stage when they announce she's coming in and they I don't I do have the wrap up show segment for this, but I would mm. love I, I maybe we'll play it if there's if there's enough time, but uh I'll have to go through, maybe just hear what a few callers have to say about it. But, of course, there's always one who's going to say, oh, I thought it was pretty interesting, this and that. But most people are going to say, this sucked. This was stupid. 
I guess like I'm referencing like if someone has an Indian accent, you know, there's going to be an Indian joke. If someone's oh, black, man. there's gonna, it's like, OK, that's her stepdaughter. I, I knew that was coming like the second it was brought up. He didn't. It wasn't even a funny joke either. No, God, no. God, you, God forbid. Do you know, recently I just clipped from uh, the third of dis, uh, the third of January and Robin talks about how she went to Southeast Asia. She went to Laos. She went to Cambodia, Vietnam, and Thailand. And when they're play- when she's talking about Vietnam, Fred starts playing a drop of Indian like tabla music. Mm-hmm. Like that's how tone deaf they are at that show. Like you know, you just and it, 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 too lazy. All you have to do is go on YouTube, look up Vietnamese traditional folk music, whatever instrumental, and play it. And there you go. Yeah, Vietnam is not near India. I mean, you're you're only off by what a, a thousand <laughs> miles. Like, it's nowhere near it. He's just lazy. The laziest drops ever, man. It's unbelievable. I'm up, okay. and my son is so intimidated by my talent that he doesn't even try heroin. <laughs> right. Oh, you do any drugs? You ever try them? I've smoked pot, but that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's hot. No coke, no lewds? <laughs> nope. No hemp? Nothing. Hash Billy, oil? Billy's not into drugs? <laughs> no. <laughs> hash oil? What's hash, hash oil? I don't know. No pot brownies? Now, see, that's what happens when you go out with Billy's friends. They say something like hash oil. <laughs> What's hash well, honestly, like that was that was maybe one of the lamest references Howard used to do when because he would he would decide to start going down drug drug paraphernalia and his drugs were so back and like he'd talk about pills they don't even make anymore. You ever do yellow yeah. jackets? You ever do like, you know, uh, you know, black beauties, you know, all these <laughs> these things that, you know, they don't even manufacture. They stopped manufacturing like a decade earlier and he never did them anyway. Yeah, You ever see that show The Office? Um, I've seen episodes of both both the American and the and the British one, but I wasn't a huge fan. There's like a an episode where they find a joint and uh, they're like interviewing people. They're like, you think it's Michael's the like lame ass boss, you know? Yeah. He's like, I, I don't think he's ever been offered drugs like that's what this made me think of, like yeah. hashish oil. Yeah. Like fucking move on, dude. She's not done any drugs like. You ever done any mead? You ever drank any mead? <laughs> Quaaludes? No. Yeah. Doyle, how dare you? You know, when I, was, when I was your age, I was on tons of hash oil. Hash oil. <laughs> Katie Lee Joe's book is actually really good. The recipes are good. I've uh, had firsthand experience with her food. And it's, they're easy to recreate, huh? Yeah. Very easy. Okay. Very easy. Yeah, yeah. You that's that up. the big thing with cooking. Nothing turns me on more than a woman whips up dinner. And Beth did it last night from Katie's book, and it was real good. And the cookies? Boy, I'll tell you, they're, okay. they're good, but I might as well just have taped them to my hip. <laughs> You look good. I don't think you uh, look that heavy from them. They don't seem to have had yeah. an effect. And also, you are hopping on I would I would assume is a private jet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right That's, to Miami. Are you really? Yes. You yes. got out of private. Oh, God. so who's on the jet? Just you and Billy. And, the and our two dogs. And the yeah. two dogs. The pugs. That's it. The pugs live better than we do. Oh, We've decided God. that they're richer than we are because they don't have to work. Oh, that's God. right. They have a real good time. Oh, guys, you know you all can relate to bringing your pugs on your private plane, of course. I hate I first off, I don't care if you're rich, like not saying I don't care. Like, I don't have a grudge against rich people at all. Right. 
But when rich people do the rich deprecation, it's like our pugs live better than us. No, they don't. You're on a like and and I'm not even trying to be literal. It's like, don't even make that. You are so far from being able to make a joke about that. It's like like when I hear someone wealthy. Oh, yeah, I went to Target to get these boots like they they're so cheap and they live this lifestyle. They had to go to Target like no, don't make that joke, man. You're 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 not on that level, and that's really fucking gross to me. Were, to me, one time one time on the show, they had Rod Stewart's kid in, like a couple, like they had a couple celeb kids in there. Rod, Sean Stewart, uh, uh, Rod Stewart's kid, and someone else's, uh, maybe one of the spelling kids. And he said, I got a, you know, a $12,000 sound system put in the car, and it was worth more than the car. And Artie was like, He's like, I just wanted to haul off and punch that fucker in the face. <laughs> you know, like this, I think, is worse than that. I'd say All so the too. Pugs live better. Like, honey, you're talking about being on a private fucking jet. Mm-hmm. 99.99% of people listening will never set foot on a private jet. Don't make a. Yeah, much less first, like first class. Forget, forget the private jet. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Fucking so stupid job on this private plane, and within hours, you will be in Miami, in Miami mm-hmm. you at are. your villa. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> you like own or lease that jet? Oh, own it, you guys. You own, own or lease? 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 Well, not lease, but you know how you charter. Wonder why Billy doesn't own it. Oh, yeah, you why? know. Why hey, Fillmore, you know how you charter a private jet? You know, fuck, fuck man, I did it last week when I was on my way to Guam. And listen to Howard. So you're going to take it there, be there in a matter of hours. Yeah, Howard, you fucking idiot. That's how planes work. <laughs> you take them and you're there in a few hours. There's, there's world's greatest interviewer really painting yeah. a picture. Sorry. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's fucking, uh, he, I don't know. He's, he's really like Homer or somebody, you know, some legendary storyteller. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, he love Captain Obvious usually like when he's stuck for, like, this is kind of when you, you know, this draws a line to the first two episodes we cut. When he, even he can't do anything with the fucking interview, he starts going into even more mundane shit. Like, what do you mean he turns on the light switch? What? You mean he takes his finger and he, he flicks it and the light goes on? Yeah, that's like what this is. So you're going to get on a plane. It's not like, so what is it, you know, four hours to my, he's like, you're, you're going to take it. You're going to get there. Then you're going to go to your villa. Like, yeah, you fucking idiot. That's. Yeah. Yes, that's what's going to happen. Thank you for I, detailing that. Yeah. And if so, let's say, let's say he went another angle, say, how many bodyguards do you guys take with you? Like, do you guys have like a security team or anything? No one's going to relate to that either, but they're going to get a sense of, okay, do they fear for their life? But, yeah. Yeah. But, it, but it's, but it's, but at the same time, it's still more projection. And then it would be, you know, oh, uh, well, now I'm going to comp- now we're going to do like w- compare wallet sizes. Does he buy? Is it his jet? Is it a Lear? Is it a, like a mm. prop plane? You know, what the fuck is it that he uses that I use and I can compare and see? Am I big timing people? Is is uh, Billy Joel too cheap? And it's all about like dick wallet dick measuring by proxy. Yeah, like insecurity. Complete, uh, do I need a yeah. Do I need a jet? Yeah. Do I, I need do to step up one? my game? Should I charter one for Beth? And the pugs or the cats, the one all the cyclops, cyclopean cats we have. <laughs> the cyclopean cat airlines. Oh, exactly. 
Oh, one, you have more money than we do. No, are you kidding me, Billy? Are you kidding? What is when you saw his net worth? Did you pass out? Mm-hmm. Or mean, did you say that's not much? <laughs> Were you that's disappointed? <laughs> yeah, I think that you and Billy have to be some of the richest people in the world. Billy's BSing you. He's hiding it under the mattress. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't do a full disclosure. You're telling me you would imagine that I have more money than Billy? Yeah. You do? Honey, do you imagine that? No. I don't even think it comes close. Here, here's what I find interesting because of Howard's poor narrative or whatever you won't let go this girl is looking around she literally looks at beth like did you see that look like what the fuck is going on like you guys have a hamptons mansion right what is he like this this is what's so intriguing to me during this part of it is she's like looking around she looks genuinely confused and he probably does i would imagine he has at least as much as them, if not more, because this is like when he's on his major, major contract, right? Like the first one. Uh, this is the, the first. This is the, yeah, this is the very first one. And, and unless you're Paul McCartney, who was the first, officially the first billionaire because of music in the business, I think it was rec- it was reported because it's it was the it was a first basically. And Paul McCartney got that way more from publishing, of course, than and not even necessarily just the Beatles publishing. It would be the other uh, catalogs he owned. Hmm. You know, like musicals, Bill, uh, Bill, Buddy Holly, whatever, and then certain rights got reverted back to the original, um, the songwriters or their their families. You know, that passed. Uh, you know, the their ancestors, their descendants. Uh, sorry, their um, the next of kin, let's say even. Right. So, so uh, that was big news. But Billy went through a divorce. Like that, the, the divorce that he had, and he already had a kid with uh, what's her name, Christy Brinkley. You got to figure, mm-hmm. okay, that's where you lose a lot of that money. So, if you're really thinking about, it, like, what's it is a very stupid question in the context of Howard just getting this contract. But yeah, I mean, I would say Howard has more money than him, or, or easily. I, I don't know. I would think he would have possibly significantly more. Of course, and that's why she, that's why she gave that look. It really was. I think she sussed out that he's trying to, you know, big time gaslight. Yeah, yeah, well, he's trying to like, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to gaslight everybody about his wealth right here. But yeah, she looks like what the fuck? She gave Beth this look like the fuck's this guy talking about right now? Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. No. He gets like a million bucks a night doing a but Artie, what does he get a night doing a comedy? Uh, I, I wish I were. I what? know what I know what I get, and he, he should 70, get at least fifty billion times more. <laughs> Artie gets seventy-five thousand. Uh, well, you know, it's pretty good, Artie. Well, well, you said it. Well, I know. I, yeah. I, you know, can we keep that? I'm embarrassed now. It's just, <laughs> just classless. Yeah. When just you talk a about classless ninny is yeah, what he sounds like. Great, great term. Two great terms. Yeah. You, you don't. It's 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 really gauche to talk about money. And you just don't do that. We've had we've had several episodes where we discuss, you know, things you don't discuss with people is money, just in general. It's 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 really poor taste. Yeah, not like this, especially. Right. And when you start breaking it down, like how much do you think he paid for those shoes? You know, what about the socks? Five bucks? What? Three? It gets it gets deep. I remember this. I remember yeah. he keep he doesn't let it go. This little insecure ninny. Yep. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, I would think Billy Joel from from fucking Glass Houses alone, he's got to have forty mil. I'm telling you, he writes all the songs. He's got five houses. I don't have five houses. Listen, and he tours. You could have five houses if you wanted. Yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and she, exactly. She, yeah, so she's busted. She now and see, look at the, he's busted. Look at the look on his face. Yeah, I know that look. Yeah, like, dude, what are you talking about wealth? Well, you could, you have enough money to buy half of West Palm Beach. So, what are you getting on with, you know, or whatever, whatever the play, whatever the fucking beach is, guys? I don't, I keep, I keep getting it fucked up. But he spent fifty something million on that mansion down in Florida in cash. So, I mean, he has obscene wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that he tries to gaslight, man. Yeah. About what he has, I just and this is someone setting up boundaries and just not allowing themselves to be publicly duped. She's like, no, you could have five houses. No one else like, said anything. Houses isn't a gauge of of wealth. Like no, no, it, it but it, but they, well, they they can be, but it's it's more along the lines of be, like sure, like like look at Brad. Brad, we're going to use his favorite go to uh, reference. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, when they were still together, bought a villa in Santorini. Now, just renting a place in Santorini can be really expensive if you're a celeb, but to buy outright, like some of these, you know. Infinity pool type fucking places in, uh, in, 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 in on, on the most expensive Greek island in the country and one of the most expensive islands in the world just generally um, for because of tourism <clears> and the, the, the nature of the thing. You've got to have an obscene amount of wealth. You don't even need to ask how much it costs because you know immediately how much. It's like a Rolls Royce. Does anybody need to know the price tag to know it's expensive? Do you, do you remember? Well, we're. I think the plan is for us to do it. I have to do it as the, yeah. the Bill O'Reilly interview. Bill O'Reilly one. Yeah, we're definitely. He gonna do says, that. "I got an apartment." And Bill O'Reilly's like, you know, you got <laughs> all this weather, yeah, whatever. He that. goes, "I got an apartment." He goes, "I don't have a big. I got an apartment." Right. This like like he fucking has a asshole. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't know many apartments with like full blown theaters in them. I've been in a lot of apartments. Right. I've never been in one, but like it's like I I just don't get that need. Again, my theory is that he, if he does acknowledge how wealthy he is, he has to relinquish a little bit of the pity and the yep. victim. I mean, this is a lifelong victim, lifelong. He, he, he didn't have a. He doesn't have an apartment. In the in fucking Manhattan, he has two floors in the Manhattan building, or sorry, in the Millennium Building, which is yeah. like the elevator goes to your house. Not uh, your house is on that floor. Your house is that floor. Yeah, there's castles that don't yes. cost nearly that much. Absolutely. Look yeah. at this. Look at the poodle on his head. This is the beginning of the the hair too, man. The well, when it really starts getting curly. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the, like the, it starts getting shorter. He gets rid of the wet look a little bit and it starts turning into just a fucking SOS pad. <laughs> I, like I've always said that, like it looks like you could scrub pots with that fucking hair of his eventually gets to that. Yeah. Point. The bouffant. Like witch. Yeah. Doesn't he? Oh, let's figure it out. You ready? He sold out the garden. What was it? 15 times? 12. Or? Okay. Well, 12 times. What was the payday? All right. Though? You got we got I, I bought one of those tickets. Uh 
which now that I know Kate is the last time I'm doing that. Uh, <laughs> really? It was like about had to buy tickets. hundred, what if I buy, average hundred bucks a ticket? Okay, that's what they Go get ahead. for Springsteen and Billy Joel. So that's twenty thousand people times ten. It's two hundred thousand people. That's two hundred million dollars a night. Two hundred fifty thousand times a hundred. <laughs> What's two hundred fifty thousand times a hundred? Give me do the math. That's easy. Zero times That's zero. That's two point five million, right? That's twenty five million. Zero, zero times zero is zero. You said a hundred. That's yeah. the key to figuring this out. All right. So, Once you know uh, that. The rest is easy. You so said a hundred times two. What? what two hundred and fifty thousand right, times. What? What, what, what riveting a, fucking radio? <laughs> what a failed. I mean, that is a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought he was so clever with that. Yeah. I can't believe they're breaking down numbers like this. Like Katie wants no part of it either. Has well, not bit into any of this shit. Well, first of all, that's a conversation you have. Like, that's a conversation you have when you're, I don't know, 11. Right. You know what it's I mean? It's all speculation. This is garbage radio. Yeah, right. And who gives a fuck, ultimately? Like, okay, so he's rich. We know that. We've established that. He's a songwriter yeah. that was had all kinds of hits when hits were hits. And, you know, not just, you know, streaming and downloading and YouTube views and all that shit. People bought mm. physical copies of fucking music. And commercial stuff, everything else, blah, blah, blah. So, like, and she's, and she's first of all, the age, like, she's 20-something years old. No kid. She wants to have that kid. I think she's also a little worried, like, what, going in, um, what's this, what's this going to do to to Billy? I'd love to hear what Billy's reaction to this interview was. We'll never know. Mm. But uh, they, yeah, like, I don't know. You, you, do you think he would have been like one of those people? Like, don't ever fucking do that show again. <laughs> I don't think he I don't know. I just don't think he cared. Probably not. Honest. Probably not. A hundred. Robin alone. No, times 12. Let me impress the girls 12. with my math. Times 12? Yes. 250,000 times 12? Two times zero is zero. <laughs> that I know. Two times zero is zero. You do it again. And two times zero is zero. Now, once you have that part figured out, you got to wow. say that again. Two times five is 10. Carry the one. I, I believe he really, A, couldn't do the math. Oh, without question. Right. Without he could, question. He's not going to divide it by four and just figure out it's three million. He is witless. Yeah. Just times two witless. is four, and then you carry another one. That's $500 million. <laughs> right there. No. In one night. That's right. No. So, you know, he, he probably, for, I bet dollars. he made about three mil for Three million month. a night. Well, you have to pay your expenses. You what have expenses? To pay. That band? That's a Katie's outfit. <laughs> Katie's <laughs> outfit is the problem. <laughs> Oh, man. Howard oh, knows nothing about paying employees, so I, well, I genuinely think he was lost on that. I remember reading about uh, – there's a book by this uh, this guy. He used the financial advisor for KISS. C.K. Lent was his name, and it's out of print now. I've looked for uh, an online copy, but I, ha I have an I have the original, but it's back in Canada. He was their book – he was basically their bookkeeper from – the time they got really big until late 80s like he went through the the lulls and the the, the lows and the highs and i think i remember telling a story here where um they were in a, a lean time and he was trying to get them to calm down on their spending and whatever paul stanley was making an album and he decided at the last minute to switch studios even though they had already booked studio time and the musicians were already set up to play in one studio, he wanted to go across town to another studio and it was going to cost like 50000 
because of the mm-hmm. amount of studio time they had already booked for as mm-hmm. much time, and they couldn't make up that shortfall because it was already read, it was already you know reserved by them. So they had to spend money on the one studio, then they had to spend money on the other studio just to book the time and the time they lost. And then he, he said to the the accountant, "Well, it's cheap cheaper than not making an album." <laughs> which is actually a funny line but yeah. you know like it just kind of to show you where where their heads were at the time like who gives a shit well yeah, yeah. i mean well like the thing is too people that played with someone like billy joel or santana you know dennis chambers like these are these are you're not using run of the mill drummers or guitar. You're using like the best in the industry. And while they're they're not going to get paid like Ace Freely or whatever, they're not cheap by any no. means. You no. got to pay for that type of shit, <clears throat> yeah. especially if you're charging what he was charging for a ticket. They're not going to stick some idiot up there in fucking Madison Square Garden by any means. <laughs> Anyway, they said that the the money the, the real money is to make to to do multiple dates because once you've got everything set up, you don't have to you're not paying the union crew to set up three and four times over three mm-hmm. different cities. That one venue, you set it up, you 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 tear it down afterwards. That's after five nights, all the the second show and whatever you make is gravy, and that's where you really clean up. But when mm-hmm. uh, and then Roger Daltrey said in his his recent book that he released, which was fantastic, he said, the way tours are, are structured now, you only start getting comfortable the last few shows of the tour because you have to prepay for all this shit in, insurance, you know, mm-hmm. uh, everything. He said you finally get into the black around the last few shows and you start to relax a little because they all mm-hmm. sold out this, that, and the other thing. And he said, I don't know how new bands do it. I really mm. don't know. So Billy Joel, low setup is a piano and a backing band that you never see. There's not much. It's not like you have pyro or you have, you know, drum risers yeah. and all that shit. So his overhead yeah. would be a lot cheaper than a lot of the big bands for sure. He made money. There's no doubt about it. It's just for sure. Slow Howard doesn't understand that no. musicians at that level do not have entry level people playing with them. You're you're paying real money to whoever's on drums. You're paying real money to whoever's on bass. Like yep. it's not cheap. Yep. And everything else, yep. Yeah. The break the breakdowns of tours are actually quite astounding when you see where the expenses yeah. go. And transportation, oh, yeah. hotels, craft services, all that or you know, whatever they call it, like food, you know, all that stuff. Just, Howard, you should talk to him about jewelry because you do such a good job with Beth. Oh, jewelry. you're saying Billy doesn't do well with is, jewelry? Is Billy cheap with jewelry? Oh. He's not cheap. I think that once he bought me a, a piece of jewelry that I didn't like, and yes. since then I haven't That's gotten it. any. <laughs> Let me see. Is, is Beth's none. engagement ring bigger than yours? I don't even me, have mine on. But yes, hers is much bigger than it mine. Is. Good. So you're, you're outing your husband for being a cheap, cheap shit or your fiance? Oh. Husband or whatever. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to listen to this shit? Nobody. Nobody does. Who wants to hear about their fucking engagement rings, man? Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hers is like triple of mine. Good. No. Yes. Good. Howard is good with jewelry. He is good. Goddamn running. I don't she even have to pick it out. He, he picks it out. That's right. Let's uh, just oh. say <laughs> that you two are charming. <laughs> and Katie Lee's it's a book. Wrap up. That's right. Uh, what do you want, Ralph? Yes, I'm trying to wrap up. What okay, is it? Sorry. Katie has to go to Miami. Uh, one quick question. What's the prenup? 
What do you mean? How much do you get if you're getting divorced? Oh, my fucking Lord. Like, you got your beard in, you got your beard next to her, and you got the guy whose cock you're really sucking on the, on the air to ask a question that you (laughs) you didn't want to ask yourself, but you did, you did want to ask, but you couldn't. Of course. Of yeah. course. Don't yeah. think he didn't type that in like somewhere and then send Ralph a message like, are you up? Call in. I want you to ask this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who would care? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess his I guess audience us. could. Uh, his, well, I, I don't. That's the whole point is it's like his, your audience is sitting here like we're sitting through it. But it's like even if she throws out a real number, do you care? I don't. I mean. Well, the contention was like you—you you think you think. Let's say ten years earlier. Let's say it's um, nineteen ninety-eight. She doesn't even get on the show. Oh no way! She doesn't get on this show. No way. No, I'm sorry, so so no. So there there there. She's always going to get on, or she wouldn't have ten years. She earlier. wouldn't have. Okay. She wouldn't have. Fair enough. Because he did have exes of you know like sisters and brothers of famous people that weren't famous themselves because he was I mean, desperate dude, to get at them or get some dirt. This is like a, the view. This yeah. is like the view, except with less class. Yes. If that's, you know, like yeah. this is not that far from it. Mm-hmm. I, I think his audience, they were just too conscious of their audience at that point. Yes. Beforehand. And they wanted to put on stuff that was going to keep pushing the envelope. I mean, this is a this is a hard pass, man. This is some like serious privilege shit here. This is fucking stupid. You can just imagine the Howard TV guys going, I don't we have nothing. What 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 are we cutting here? I mean, it's all fat. You know, you we have to release we have to release it. But no one's going to this is what this is what's going to lose us our jobs. Interviews like this. There's so much room to just cut up on this girl. Like when you and I were looking at the at the the stuff in the cookbook, like there's a oh, pot fuck. pie. Like fuck God that. knows we need another pot pie rep recipe. You know, I mean, they could have really gone in on her. No kidding. But they didn't. They didn't. Well, this is the view. That would be um, that would be. Let at me least see your be- ring. That'd be funny. Can I see, can, let's compare it to Beth's. Let's 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 do a little beard comparison side by side. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's going about. He wants to know about jewelry or the ring. It's like you know. <laughs> meanwhile, he, he got upset because Lisa G outed the cost of the ring on the air. Of how Beth's as, ring. As if as if he picks out any jewelry or anything. Anyways, does anyone even buy that? No, no. I mean, if he has, if he's got Ralph picking up his picking out his underwear, I'm sure he's got other people picking out whatever fucking jewelry. Exactly. Very, very forward. All right, Katie, answer the question. How much do you? None of your business. There you go. How dare you ask that question, Erin? Go ahead in Jacksonville, Florida, quickly. I'm trying to wrap up. Yeah, really quick. I can tell that Beth and Katie are like best friends. You can't even tell the difference in their voice. They're having so much fun. When Katie said she is definitely having a baby with Billy, I immediately thought Beth is definitely going to get pregnant. When Katie gets pregnant, they'll be pregnant together within two months of each other. I can't so believe she she figured out our plan. Is that the plan? <laughs> that is the plan. We've been talking Father. about that oh, for years. Oh, God. Who cares? You think that call would have gotten through in 1998? Uh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, every every call would have been like, do you take it up the ass? Yeah. 
Or they would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm sure uh, it's a good thing Billy Joel doesn't have all that money. She would have been with him either way, right? You know, yeah, just right. calling him out on shit like that. Absolutely. That was a that was like a the View member standing up. You could just tell they love each other and they're best friends. They're How can best you tell? friends. <laughs> How can you tell from the sound of it? They sound like they're they're in front of a firing squad. <laughs> yeah, they're being asked about their husband's pay. It, they yeah. don't sound like they're that close. Right. <laughs> Who's the father? Who they didn't know they'd be meeting with an accountant for an interview. <laughs> No kidding. Fuck. How much you make in how much you make last year? You know, was it over or under this though? I know I'm not involved. <laughs> I think she's saying Billy is the father. Oh. Billy is fathering so both of our children. You're wow. kidding me. <laughs> There's something we didn't tell you, Howard. We're really close. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, let's go to Bill. Uh, a different Bill, not your Bill. Bill, go ahead in Rome. Hey now, Howard. Yes. I just want to tell Beth and uh, Mrs. Joel there that, that people like me appreciate what they do for the animals. Aww. I don't have the power Aww. to do what they're doing, but I, that I, I really appreciate what they Thank do. Thanks for saying that, Bill. And you can go to uh, North Shore Animal League's website. www.animalleague.org. Oh, thank you. Right. Now, Katie, you Good. seem like a very nice person, Katie. Do, do mm -hmm. you, today on the private jet, while you see your two dogs eating you know, a meal on a private jet, will it bother you that certain seven-year-old kids are going to starve to death tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That is that, that was, a Hall of Fame line. The, 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 of course, you know that every fucking construction worker there is just laughing his ass off right now. Oh, yeah. And he Already was waiting for Howard dog. to say something like that for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was, gonna, I was thinking, Artie's got to be dying and say, he knows this is trash, man. Of course. So take it. And I like how he calls it out. Yeah, yeah, you're all about the animals. Are, are you Are you thinking about all those kids starving to death while you're in your fucking private jet with your dogs? Yeah. That's what we're all thinking. Well, of course. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is, guys, you have to remember that at this time, um, and, and they, like... <sighs> The pre-summit, they were they would have as many repeat guests as they could have. But there, there there's an, a rap show segment that, uh, and I know I've got the the audio. I've used it before. Gary's like, well, when we merge with XM, we'll be able to get the A list A list stars we haven't been able to get. Meaning, like their draw, their 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 ability to draw guests has incredibly diminished since they've gone mm. over to satellite, which is something as a producer you never let that cat out of the bag. You're already you're showing your weakness. You're showing that you actually have less pull than you would normally have back when you had like 15 million listeners. Well, yeah. So I mean, this is this is a desperation kind of appearance. That's what I'm that's kind of what I've talked about with the inflated numbers for his last contract. It's it's about preserving the brand. Yes. There's it's if you if it comes out that Howard Stern's making 150,000, no one's going to send a celebrity over there to to talk to to him, mm -hmm. you know, like it's just mm -hmm. he he's obviously not got the listenership. They don't disclose any of the numbers, you know. Nope. So that's all that was. He's not yep. making that much anywhere nope. near that, actually. Well, hundred, you said hundred fifty thousand, <laughs> like what, a year? Right. No, that is like if I'd, he's probably making more than that. But it's like 
your your brand if it really comes out like you said that you're not you're not able to pull there's a reason but yep. you know the the thing that confuses me is with all this stuff like i know i know you guys have speculated like do they know that all they they know they know that people are not listening to them mm-hmm. they these know other the companies they they know the other companies are they're being sold something else and i think they're being sold the Buckwald network in that, hey, they might not hear him on Howard, but we'll make sure the interview goes viral or something. You know, like the Machine Gun Kelly stuff went viral and like various other things. Like it's not really the show. It's the press that spins off of the show almost now is bigger than him. Well, it's bigger. It's big, it's definitely bigger than the show. And the, the for example, the Springsteen interview that he did. Right. It, it, it didn't even register really for the most part. It, and now because Springsteen's still something of a name, it might have, but it didn't it got like 136 out of 150 shows, cable shows or whatever it is, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, the, whatever that you call, you call that um, the uh, whatever HBO qualifies as. And it, <laughs> there's some of the names that beat it. First of all, the West Wing beat it you know, several reruns of the West wing, a show that was at this point, like 14 years old. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've got like, so Bruce Springsteen was not enough of a draw for people to give a fuck about Howard Stern. That's, that's kind of, or even worse. And this is where the metrics get funny. No one wanted to see it because it was Howard Stern. Like, it like it literally, be. really, literally, even Springsteen fans have said, I don't want to hear, see him on that fucking asshole show. Listen, man, no one cares about Bruce Springsteen. No, I don't think so. Like, I, but I, I, think, I think fans of Bruce Springsteen will go to his concerts, but they don't want to sit and listen to him for a fucking interview. No, but but like my I, I guess my point is what's being sold to these people is that don't worry about the Howard Stern show. Right. We're going to use that as sort of like the base and the medium to put you on Yahoo News and because mm-hmm. they have control over that. We've seen that already where all these articles have come up about Howard. We're like, how the fuck did they do that? It's because right. of the the networking that that is agents or whatever. There, some of these people are a part of like three or four agency groups. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think that that's what gets sold to them because mm-hmm. I don't think it's any secret to anybody that no one's listening to this show. I don't think it's a secret to anybody. No, certainly not in the industry, I think. No, definitely not. Yeah. Going to feel bad for them. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, absolutely. You'll yes, feel bad. absolutely. Yes, she feels bad. <laughs> now I, I'm going to feel guilty the whole way to Florida. That was the point. <laughs> Joey Boots. He's just trying to ruin your life. <laughs> Joey Boots. I wish I could. Joey Boots and, and Lindenhurst. Go ahead, Joey. Hey, Howard, how you doing, man? Hey, Beth, check it out. It says, you've got so much influence over Howard, he won't grab titties or ass anymore on the show. I have nothing to do with that. Well, listen. Would you give permission right now to be able to grab ass and titties? (laughs) Uh, Honey. On Katie? (laughs) No, not on Katie. Although Katie, if Katie. Yes, you fucking dumbass. Katie Lee Joel's tits. That's what. Joey's asking about. He's talking about every other fucking dumb slut that comes on the show, porn star, where they used to feel tits like, oh, are they real or not? Or how do they, you know, what do the new implants feel like? Oh, you give them a 10. I give them a six. I, I, I don't like Beth's 
just vapid charm and her, her like naive little La- routine that-, that she does. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're not talking about Katie, you fucking moron. They're talking right. about the strippers and what the yeah. stuff, the people we want to hear from right now. Yeah, they'd be a lot, they'd be a lot funnier. Do you remember when Artie had there? There's a blind guy on. No, it wasn't it was a blind, uh, Bunny Ranch girl, and uh, and Artie was giving her all kinds of questions like, well, how do you know, like when you when you take a shit, how do you know that you're clean if you can't see the toilet paper? <laughs> Boy, this this episode here is a far ways from that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, it was what it was. Katie one of the Lee's cookbook. Episodes. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Can I grab your well, ass and titties? I'm George. <laughs> if you want it, I'll do it. If, I'll do oh, it. Oh, so wait, he's asking if I would. Give in other permission? words, he feels you, you should give me permission to grab. I've never breasts. not given you permission. She, it's to do true, that. Joey. Okay, would you explicitly give him permission to do it? Because how is you want her to, to beg him to do it? Um, she's not going to beg. She likes that. <laughs> I would be don't. crazy to beg him to do it. You like that? I am exclusive to you. I mean, I'm, I'm flattered, and that's beautiful. But I've never told you not to do anything. I got to tell you, boots. I. I she knows better. <laughs> <laughs> this is she needs she, she needs to get that care. she needs to get she got the ring but she got to be married first of all um she doesn't but it, care but you, here's a question for you bob katie lee already so she did her 10 years in the service of billy joel and then she split or they you know whatever who's the mm-hmm. smarter grifter and even though you know she doesn't have access to that she's now a name on her own she doesn't need billy joel she got in and she got out she got her payoff and then you got beth who's still with the fucking goblin Who's who's who made out? Who's the smarter grifter? It's clearly who uh, you Katie Lee made out. What a kind of question is that? But I'm saying like you still have like, do you think that uh, it's smarter to stay with this guy thinking he's going to give you some huge mother load when he dies? Or is it better to get your money and get the fuck out when you can still enjoy your life? I think there's clearly no there's no question. It's got to be Katie Lee. It's got to be Katie Lee and Katie Lee, Katie Lee's thing that she had going on with this guy. Well, this guy, Billy Joel. Mm -hmm. um, It's a different thing, I think, than Beth and Howard. I mean, there's more boundaries. She seems to have a little bit. She doesn't seem as insecure to me. And uh, when I first heard this interview is like when she was talking about kids, I was like, as soon as I'm done listening to this, I already know they're divorced. They're, she's <laughs> yeah. not getting kids. And right. I knew that she wasn't going to give up on that because I could tell by how she was. Yeah. You know, I, I I do think that she may have been attracted to Billy Joel on on more levels than Beth is attracted to Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you got to get out, man. I. Again, there's that old adage, when you marry for money, you earn every penny. That's the truth. I've seen it many times, and that's the truth with Beth. I'm sure of it. It's not worth it. No. Yeah, I'm with you. At first, I thought that was the case, but I honestly... I buy Howard's explanation about why he's not doing. It. I sort I understand what you talk, what you're, what you're. Coming I have three from daughters. Right. It's you know they're older now. You had three daughters when you were fucking playing anal ring toss, asshole. I hate when he throws that out. He's always had three daughters when he did all this shit. Oh, I thought that they were talking about why he doesn't want kids because we were no. talking about no, they're talking about him not grabbing yeah. tits and stuff. Got it. Yeah. He used the yeah, he uses I, that excuse all the time. He does his kids don't even live with him anymore. He barely sees them, and and he's right. bringing them up as some kind of like icon of you know valor, like icon of chivalry. Like I, you know, I got I'm a father of three. 
Yeah, no, I, no, I fathered three supposedly, and uh, <laughs> right, but you're you're not the fathers, as James James <laughs> Jay Santi likes to talk about his his dad, his sperm donor. <laughs> well, yeah, his that excuse would make sense if he stopped right after his kids were born, but he didn't. Right. He didn't. And that sh- that ship sailed a long time ago, man. Big, big time. Like you're pretty into that. I love, I love what Artie said. Uh, he goes, it, it, it wasn't the bro fight. It was something else. Uh, and uh, our, he, Howard goes, look, I swear on the life of my children. But he, I think he said it the way he usually says, I swear on a stack of Bibles. And Artie goes, well, that's very meaningful to me because I know how much you you, you follow the you follow right. God or something like that. Yeah, I know how religious <laughs> you are. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, They're older than a lot of the girls that are even yeah. on the show. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's odd. And you want to know something? I do love Beth. And the fact of the matter is that there is a certain intimacy that we have that uh, might get ruined. He grabs my boobs all the time. Yeah. I. You know what? He has boobs. I even yell at her and I say, you know so what? He's not missing any. Because of you, you're my exclusive sex object. So put out. Let's go. <laughs> oh, please. We have so much sex. But I, I have to berate you anyway. <laughs> Uh, Ralph, you're on the uh, air. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. One last quick question. How hot would it be if, oh, no. if oh, no. Katie and Beth were making out? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Do you two ever have any fantasies about one another? Uh, yes, I do. Katie, Beth, you hang out. Oh, all the time. Katie, Why do you ne- think we're such good you, friends? Honestly, you're telling me you're, you're around my Beth and you don't think about having sex with her ever? How could you not? Is I look at true? Katie as one of the most beautiful women in the world, but it's not a sexual no. thing. If I was to watch you two. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you're so bad. Katie, no attraction to Beth that way? Not that way, no. Never, I think can, Beth is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Have you ever fantasized about being with another woman? Yeah. No. Uh, is that true? Well, I mean, like, I thought, you know, what would it be like to have a threesome? But I don't, I think it would be too much work, Mine. you know? And Nothing wrong with hard work. Would it be Beth and Howard if it was a <laughs> Do you want to? Oh, that's a hard no. Let's take a hard yeah. no many lifetimes over. And they were laughing before that even came out of his mouth. Again, it's one of these things where you just know it's coming. That like yeah. hacky. They're going to ask us if we want to do a threesome. Right. Like, we already know that. Yeah. Like, can't you just skip over that hack shit? Well, I mean, the, to be honest, if they're going to have, like I said, I said earlier in maybe part two, in the old days, he was a better judge of how long to make an interview because he could tell based on his own interest that this wasn't going any further. So just cut it off at 10 minutes or 15 mm-hmm. or 20. But here it's like he's got so much time, so much real estate to fill up when he doesn't have it. All of a sudden he's got a riff or he's got to come up with something else. He doesn't have a plan B. And it's, mm. it, it, you know, he should have a list of shit in front of him. Like, well, if this guy cancels, then we can always talk about this. Always. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a mother going on a plane with a fucking toddler and making sure they have, like, you know, game A through Z, you know, to keep the kid occupied so he's not screaming the entire fucking flight. If, you know, you're a prepared parent, unfortunately, that doesn't always happen and certainly doesn't happen on this show. So um, he had to do whatever he could to make this an hour. And no joke, guys, it's an, one, it's an hour and four minutes, this particular, almost an hour and five minutes, this Howard TV episode. Usually they're under 45. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> that just gives you an idea of what kind of film this was. Yeah, he wanted some info out of her. After that, he couldn't get anything. Yep. Join Beth and myself in bed. Is that what you're trying to hint at here? No. Uh, honey, I love Katie, you guys. But... Honey, if Katie came to you.
I love Billy, but I need to be with a woman. And, and I would Howard. laugh because I know she wouldn't be serious. Yeah, that's not. You would laugh. Thing. What if what she, she was? Said, Look, I need to be with Howard and you. <laughs> would you allow that? We don't. When we don't. Tell yeah, Billy. I would. I would allow it. You would. Absolutely. And we. And it's our. It's our little secret. And when we. And then when we go out to dinner with Billy, we laugh behind his back. That's all. I like that. I have my girl crush, the L word I mean, girl. But Katie, you went to college in the late '90s. Surely you kissed a girl in college. No, I've never kissed a girl ever. Come on. I promise. Robin, have you kissed a girl? No. Yeah, yeah I haven't either. Robin's I'm not into everything. it. Like Robin Robin's did, done but everything. Robin's done anal. Just, yeah. Neither is JD. You guys got a lot of guys. You go out with JD. Katie, I can almost. Katie, thing. I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you've never done anal. No. You've never tried. No, it. that is exit only. Yeah. Really? Exit only. You're not curious. <laughs> no. I feel you are. <laughs> apparently the exit is busy yeah, let's go to Mike Mike you're on here <laughs> yes Mike it's a heavily traffic offer oh, out there my God. quickly Mike quickly we're running out of time here I have to get to the rest of the show yes I am just curious uh, if Katie has any insight as to why Billy was so uncomfortable on uh, Oprah oh, oh what happened there that's right I didn't like how Oprah treated Billy well you frankly. know what he's he's not comfortable on TV to begin with no, that's true he does not like doing TV that's not his medium, so he was uncomfortable from the start. Right. But nothing happened there. They weren't no. doing anything backstage. Yeah, I'm sure so much of Howard's audience wants to know why he was uncomfortable on Oprah or even know what the fuck they're talking about right now. Well, the, there's the, yeah, the context is lost. And the other thing is, of course, you know, it's. Howard picks these fucking questions, whoever's calling in, and he decided, like, he's got nothing. So I imagine there's actually a dearth of fucking callers. (laughs) I imagine he had to pick up whoever he had and go with it. Yeah, he, he, you know, he secretly wants ties to Oprah and wants to be in the conversation as Oprah. But like when this came up, I have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a bad question because you need to now suddenly know about Billy Joel on over. You'd have to follow Billy Joel like you'd follow a group he follows a fucking band because who gives a shit? It's not like a well-known event, you know, it's and it's also not like Billy Joel's a recluse and he doesn't do press or whatever. Like it would have been one of a million interviews anytime he's going to go on tour and do these five minute spots with someone who gives a shit. I'm going to be appearing at such and such. See me there. Right. That's how it works. Big deal. There's nothing revelatory. It's not like he sat down with, I don't know, Charlie Rose and did an in-depth interview about his songs and his parents and this, that and the other thing. So is his Oprah interview something really good I, I i i don't know maybe we should look and see if there's something out there and there was some do you want to you want me to check and see what they're t- they're referencing and then we'll go back to this i think they talk about it she makes them uncomfortable about something i don't really know okay give me one sec and i'll just see offhand if it if it exists guys i found the art there i found something that relates to the article but it was in from a 2013 article by craig rosen on yahoo entertainment and he recounts it it was a 2008 appearance uh almost everybody loves almost everyone loves oprah but don't count billy joel among them in a new interview published in the new york times magazine the piano man comes clean about his 2008 appearance on oprah that ended up focusing on his drinking car accidents and divorce (laughs) sounds like that's the interview howard wanted to do but couldn't seriously uh when interview interviewer andrew goldman 
notes that Joel looked uncomfortable. The superstar confirmed that was the case, saying, I was very uncomfortable. I was in shock. I didn't realize behind me there were these screens of like auto accidents and things about driving and divorce. I thought it was going to come on and talk about music. That sounds exactly now – that's, now that's exactly it. He's, Howard's pissed he couldn't get this interview. This is <clears> – yeah, so – this interview you know, happened on Oprah, but the cookbook with his wife is going on on Howard. Well, this but, and, this, and, th- and this is the funny part. Joel went on to explain that he only agreed to do the show because his wife at the time, Kate, had a book coming out and she begged him to do it. But Joel had a bad feeling going into the interview. Oh, no. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, no. So she, he said, I said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. But I said, OK, I'll do it. And it's going to suck. And sure enough, it did. The worst part for Joel was that his daughter, Alexa Ray, Joel saw it and it made her cry. She thought it was a mean line of questioning and she knew it wasn't happy. Joel says of his daughter, she could see it. This is why I didn't want to do the show. I don't like doing TV, especially a show like that. All of those touchy-feely kind of shows like The View or Oprah. People talk about their feelings. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I didn't. This is, that's pretty great. I'm glad we looked into that. That's oh, not what man. I was expecting. Well, me neither, actually. And so the fact that he she crowbarred him into doing the show and it came off that bad. I looked it up. It's not online as far as I can tell. There's some kind of uh, portion of it where she visits their house and uh, they, you know, they they do a little uh, two minute run through. But it doesn't exist anywhere that I can see. But that's fun. That's even better because so she's whoring this fucking cookbook. She's getting him to whore this fucking cookbook and he has nothing to do with it. Oh, I see. I want to hear that interview now. Oh, fuck. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I want to hear somewhere. more than I want to hear this shit. Okay. Uh, Billy Joel interview Oprah uh, again. Oprah. Let's see. Maybe there's a transcript or something. Um, okay. Video. No way. Oh, God, that's great. She was interviewing him, and there was photos of car car accidents. I'd love to fucking see that. That would be fantastic. (laughs) What a piece of shit. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, on Howard, how big is your ring? Is it bigger than my baths? Fucking fruit. There you go. Uh, Okay. Why? So... Why would he do an interview on Oprah because she has a cookbook? Like, was it that tied in with each other, do you think? I don't know. I mean, do you really need to? I don't know. I just don't get it. That's so fucking funny. The only reason why he did it is because of her. Oh, my God. That's that's fucking great. No, not that they don't even have it up here. That's too bad. You'd she must have really fucked him. Oprah. Let's see, Oprah.com. <laughs> Maybe she's got it. <laughs> I might have to... <laughs> Hold on. Guys, I looked desperately. There's nothing. I, it's not on Oprah.com. And she has more than enough pull to just keep, you know, to keep her own stuff that she had. That they, they signed a waiver to be on those shows, the guests. So she would have been able to. Um, uh, she would have been able to put it up if she wanted, but I'm sure the thing came in that uh, Billy <laughs> hated the fucking interview, and she said, "If you want it," he said, "If you want me on again, you'll get that rid of that interview," and that's when she pulled it on his request. That's so funny, man. Oprah yeah. really fucking piece of shitted it up for that. 
Okay. Well, and that's and the funny part is like, so Howard couldn't get Billy for the interview for this, most no likely kidding. on the strength of that Oprah interview. Like after that, he's like, so Billy Joel had to sh- whore for his wife's cookbook, who was a whore, and <laughs> <laughs> he had to whore for the whore, and got railroad, got fucked on on Oprah. And uh, it was like, do you remember when Artie did Joy Behar? That he did, and then she started talking about AA, and he's like, "No, aren't, aren't we? it was pretty. It was a pretty much of a train wreck." And he goes, "Aren't we supposed to? Isn't AA anonymous? Aren't we supposed to talk about you know the book? You know why are you bringing up every salacious, shitty point of my life? Even if I, even if I do." Why wouldn't you like talk up how good the book is, or you know, uh, why wouldn't you talk about how what a success, you know, the, this that this kind, you know, the lighter side of everything? Yeah, would I mean, wouldn't you think he would go on Howard Stern to be interviewed? Like, I don't get the crossover here that it'd be like Oprah. It said that she pressured him into doing the interview because she had a cookbook coming out, right? That's yeah. So what was it? She was gonna sit there and talk to him, and then at the end, oh yeah, by the way, that his whore wife has a cookbook coming out. Like <laughs> everyone to make it, a burger. It, I don't see the like tie in there. Whereas if you could get on Howard, he could ask those types of bullshit questions, and then be somewhat more relevant but even katie knew no one listens to the show so well, i think i th- so that was it you think it was just desperation she decided okay i'm gonna do whatever i can to fucking plug this cookbook out i'll guess i'll go on howard and he reached out certainly to billy and billy probably said no no fucking way yeah i just i don't get I, again i don't get so this whole interview would have gone down with oprah about billy and his life and then right at the end there'd be what half a second plug for her book that i, I'm, I I'm just looking at it like the risk to reward okay the risk is that what happened to him would happen to him yeah what's the reward that they'll plug her shit cookbook this or, is these old guys that get in with these young girls. They wind up doing anything they ask them to do, man, and they get in I, trouble. I, I'm sure that was it. I'm sure she promised them like a fleet of blowjobs and said, I'll For do this. Sure. And here's the other thing. If they did it in the watching the interview, I didn't. We can't know from the the uh, I have to maybe get the trip. There's a transcript out there. Wonderful. I didn't see anything. And normally if that if the video is scrubbed. That's going to get scrubbed, too. But you can't stop other people from writing about it, of course, and putting it on a blog or whatever. Fans and stuff. Um, right. How are they going to crowbar into a Billy Joel segment on Oprah that's usually like an hour? And all of a sudden, so, so Katie, you have a cookbook. This would be like get Beth coming on and plugging that gift scriptions. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you how- think people are not going to see all through. Like, so we put up with the rest of this for the sake of this plug. Plug a plug a root. Like in Katie's stupid mind, how did she see that going? Like, oh, Billy, let's fuck talking about your divorce. Let's talk about your wife's shitty cookbook. Come and also, on up here, Katie. What does it say that she couldn't get on Oprah, so she had to settle for this fucking pelican? <laughs> this this show like, has such little pull. Yes, that he couldn't get Billy, who apparently he knows personally, right, and supposedly in his mind. Yeah, well, his his, their wives are best friends, right? Right, BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. They sound like each other, or whatever that fucking moron said they call. But they're both from Long Island, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, 
like he couldn't give him a call and be like, hey, man, I'm going to ask you some crazy shit. He knows I, I know you're going to ask me some crazy shit. Just don't go to. But like Billy was like, no, it's not even worth it for us to go on Howard. It's not even yeah. worth it. The only yeah. way it'll be worth it if, is if we go on the largest thing, which is Oprah, because your book is such a nothing that we'd have to be on something that big to generate any interest. And the irony is Billy went and did uh, Howard like years later, like maybe five years later, six years oh, later. Sure. That's when, he great even, when, he had, when he had even less pull. Uh, I, I don't think I ever saw it, but there's probably a clip of there somewhere on YouTube. Anyway, we'll continue. That made him uncomfortable. No, not at all. You know, he's just really uncomfortable on TV. Did you feel that Oprah was good to him or understood what he's contributed <laughs> to popular culture? Well, I think that it was a live show and, you know, it would have been nice to get to more of his accomplishments. Right. And <laughs> I nice love the spin. It. I love the spin here. She sandbagged him and asked him about his horrible divorce. Everything is DUIs, like the lowest ones. I, I, he's uncomfortable being on TV. Yeah, I think we all would be a little uncomfortable being on TV talking about our lowest, most humiliating moments. Well, and then now I now I have to think about this another in an, from another perspective. What if Oprah was told, like, you get this interview if we get to talk about this cookbook, and Oprah. As a spiteful person said, fine, you want to do this fucking interview? We're going to talk about every shitty part of your life. That's I don't what, like being that's told how what it, to do. That's how it goes. You get taxed in this industry. Mm -hmm. You pay a tax. You yep. want to come on and talk about your wife's cookbook. We are going to have to talk You're about gonna this other taxed. shit. Yeah, exactly. Because no one cares about our cookbook, right? No. Right. So what are they going to talk about? What people want to hear? What do people want to hear? You at your lowest moment. Yep, absolutely. And um, I, I think that he's, you know, one of the most talented men in the world. Oprah sucked Stevie Wonder's balls practically when he was on. She's and done Billy lesser is, people than that. I told right. you, James Blunt. James Blunt got his asshole sucked. <laughs> and, and, and James Blunt isn't a pimple on Billy Joel's ass. But Oprah was great with Katie. She yeah, was great with me. Great. And that was the point. She was terrific. All right. That was <laughs> now the is the point. <laughs> And there you have it. Her husband gets about crashed, racked over the coals, but she yeah. was good with Katie. So yep. fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> if like if I were Billy hearing this interview and just hearing that moment right there, I would be fucking livid. Yeah. Yeah, you're not and taking that, the private jet back, you fucking moron. You're taking yeah. the Greyhound. Take those pugs and just like fucking hitch a ride back in a station <laughs> wagon. <laughs> fucking cunt. What uh, a we'll, fucking dirt bag. We'll see how many fucking dinner dates you get. Maybe make yourself some fries while you're at it. Yeah. We we both still like Oprah. Okay. Uh, uh, Rick, finally, uh, one yeah. last question from Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. Hey, thanks, Howard. Yeah. Um. What's that? What did he say about sucking an asshole? Yeah, I've James. never heard that term in my fucking life, by the way. Have you? I have heard that, yeah. Suck, suck someone's an ass. asshole? Yeah. I've heard suck someone's ass. Yeah. Never heard suck someone's asshole. Those have two different images well, in my mind. Well, because, yeah, well, that's, that's well, he, he's speaking from experience. He sucked a few assholes. Maybe he's felched Ralph a bit. I, I don't know. Like the, uh, 
he's got a because he, remember he, that that whole phrase was her whole asshole was hanging out. Yeah, the asshole. I've heard go suck someone's ass. Sure. Yeah, I've never heard go suck, suck ass. an ass. A sucking yeah. asshole. That hole makes all the difference there, man. <laughs> Whole lot of love. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like, it's a weird thing to say, man. Well, yeah. Um, Who the yeah, fuck yeah, is it's James it's, Blunt? James Blunt did. Um, God, James Blunt did. Um, uh, hold on. I'm trying to make sure it's not the other guy, Sam Smith. James Blunt did that song. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Mm. It's true. And it's like a really fruity song. And they were making yeah, yeah. fun of it one time on the air and already saying, this is a great soundtrack if you're blowing a guy. And um, it is really soft. I know that's I know. I know it now. Like if a song, <clears throat> if a song could look like pussy, it would probably be that song. Yeah. You know what Super I mean? Super soft. And yeah. also Stevie Wonder is a magnificent musician legend who I, legend. I I think he's one of probably the best musicians to ever live without question which I do not put uh Billy Joel in that category personally no way I'm just speaking objectively yeah like, I don't listen to Stevie I don't listen to him every day or I don't, I don't own anything from him mm-hmm. but I've heard both musicians and they're not even close to being on the same level no as songwriters performers you name it Stevie Stevie was a prodigy I mean that guy was Absolutely. backing he was backing legends as a fucking like teenager like legends in the blues field, jazz, soul, you name it, as a session person. Then when he started doing his own stuff, and again, composition, that was the way to do it. Singer, songwriter, he just destroyed. Like he was, he was like surpassing Marvin Gaye. He was, you know, he's on the level of Prince, except Prince had probably a lot. They probably had similar level of like um, really successful period in terms of like his peak and and Prince's peak, but that they were just different eras completely. Uh, There was a little crossover, but in terms of the amount of excellence from a point A to point B, where it starts getting mediocre, Stevie had a huge hit run and a huge critical Mm. fucking success, you know, kind of thing. And Prince was the same. Prince had his own little, you know, sections of a decade where he was the critics wet, wet their pants about him, and he was still yeah. making money as a as a you know legit charting artist. I mean, I was <clears throat> I was raised on all that stuff. That's what my mom listened to is like the Motown and Prince and Stevie. Like yeah. I don't listen to a lot of that now. But I just remember being very captivated by Stevie Wonder and thinking like, wow, this is a really exceptional elite, like top 10. Maybe I'm sucking his asshole too much. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I put him pretty high up there, like in comparison with Billy Joel, man. Oh, and I too. feel bad if there's some Billy Joel fans listening to this, but I've just never felt anything towards him i don't think he's a bad musician by any means but i he's just never done anything to have me listen to more and really be like yeah this is one of the all-time greats maybe he is just not for me maybe because maybe also because um it was um he had he didn't need more of a push, Billy Joel. He was already massively huge on the radio at some point, like in the mid eighties. I mean, he was like almost like Phil Collins level. Like you couldn't escape mm-hmm. him. So it's not okay. like he needed to push ever anyway, Billy Joel. 
Yeah. You know, all right. So uh, he's he's not suffering, but he did. The critics hated him. The critics fucking loathe Billy Joel. <clears throat> and I'm certain it's because, number one, of his attitude. And second of all, um, they probably just it, it, there was probably a, a little bit of a racial uh, element to it. Like they just hated this rich white kid, you know, talking about his problems, singing about his problems. No one can relate. I don't know. Um, oh, because, he was a rich kid. Uh, I, I don't know if he's rich, but I mean, by the time he became because he was pretty huge, pretty quickly, he became big mm. uh, in not much time at all. But Bruce mm, okay. didn't get that. Bruce Springsteen didn't get the same kind of critical uh, bashing that uh, Billy Joel did. Mm. And I think uh, maybe it wasn't even race. It was more along the lines of he had such a horrible attitude, like a chip on his shoulder. And Bruce was always a little more humble the way he mm -hmm. approached um, press and didn't actually do a whole lot of press, to be honest. That's the other thing. I'm going to listen to Billy Joel this weekend. Yeah. And get a good taste. Just, just out of curiosity. I think I've always a, thought he was fucking whatever. Every time yeah, I've heard. Yeah. His music does nothing for me, <clears throat> but, and, and I think it's mostly, um, it's just pap. You know what I mean? Like it was just really radio pablum and I never I was I was always going to go into the harder edged shit anyway. But uh, from a like it doesn't it never drew me in. You're right. It, it was nothing. It didn't speak to me at all. No, I mean, it does not speak to me whatsoever. And I hear it and I'm like, yeah, it's a well put together song and he can play. Is it that compelling of a song to me? Not no. really. Not in general. Like it's never been enough. I don't know. Like you listen to all those like big songs. Wife. Yeah. New York State of Mind, um, you know, like a Uptown Girl, you know, River of Dreams, um, you know, what's that one? Um, Piano Man. Like I, I heard Piano, Piano Man, Man so many. That's the huge one. And I hated that song. I, fucking I hate hated that it. song. That's the only one I know of what you just said. I'm, I'm sure if I heard something, I'd be like, oh, that's him. Yeah. But I just know that song Piano Man, and I cannot stand that song. No. I hate that song so I'm the much, dude. I'm the same, yeah. Beth, I've always suspected that you hate the idea of being spanked, but... Uh, oh, Howard spanked me. <laughs> I've spanked her. She's been bad. How did you get that idea, sir? Well, <laughs> just because it seems like Beth needs more of that control than I didn't think that she would let Howard Honey, you don't that. let me spank you anymore, though. You don't like it. I don't think. You still pull my hair sometimes, but sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, that hurts. Let's just. <laughs> like the way a rider pulls the reins on a horse. <laughs> I was going to say, what's there to spank? She has yeah. no ass. Like, look at her knee. I feel like spanking an ankle or something. Yeah. If <laughs> you taking the reflex of the knee. <laughs> <laughs> Testing your reflex. A knee chop. Her leg moves when he spanks her. Yeah. There's a. Robin went to Laos. And um, there's a waterfall. I've been there, actually. Uh, Kangxi Waterfalls. And it's like layers of water. And when you see it, you can't take your body. You, when you get there, you can't imagine how fucking amazing it is. And Howard was poo-pooing oh it God. and shit. Wow. Yeah. So gorgeous. It's like right? something from Avatar or something. Yeah. And I think they got their idea from that. I 
I took some time-lapse photography there, and uh, it was just unbelievable. You could swim in there if you wanted to. There's certain sections of it you could swim, and uh, the water was just amazing. And Howard was all poo-pooing and like, why would you leave? Why would you go? Why wouldn't you go to Vermont? <laughs> you fucking jerk off. Vermont. Look yeah. at this shit. It's just, it literally doesn't even look real. Yeah. Unbelievable. There's, and there's, a, this is the other one, the uh, Ban Gyok, uh waterfalls. I, it was either the, the, it was either Laos or Changshi waterfalls or these ones. And look, like, look at who wouldn't go here. Man, someone posted a video in the Philippines the other day. I was like, fuck, I got to go there, man. The beach was amazing. <clears throat> like you could walk yeah. across. You could just you could just fucking stay there for, for forever. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. When did she do this? Over the winter break, over the Christmas break and New Year's. Oh, recently. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, if the phone's buzzing too much, I'm getting a bunch of uh, messages about my name day. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was um, that's when they pay, celebrate the patron saints of whatever uh, whatever you like. If you're named Mike Saint Michael, all the Michaels in Greek all in Greece uh, get messages from people. Happy name day. Um, gotcha. Anyway, so she went to one of these places and on a guided tour, and I've like I said, I've been. I've been to the the one in Laos. I haven't been to this one, but I could spend all day photographing it, drone and all that shit. Mm. It was just just mind blowing. And he was like, "Why wouldn't you go to Vermont? <laughs> <Would you? clears throat> this is why, asshole." <laughs> Someone um, posted a video of their hotel, and I I believe it was the Philippines. Yeah, and I remember you telling me you're like they have some amazing beaches out there. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at this thing. I was like, that doesn't look fucking real, man. Like, I got uh, sad. I'm like, I fucking walk outside and there's just like broken glass and <laughs> shit all over. It's gray. And but what about you, Katie? I mean, you're with an older man. Are there times where Billy feels the need to scold or spank you? Right. <laughs> Does Billy ever... That he feels the need to. Does no. Billy ever feel he has to give you corporal punishment <laughs> because you've been bad? <laughs> well, I, you know, he's spanked me before, but yeah. I don't think that he's ever scolded me. <laughs> well, you might need a little scolding. <laughs> all right, listen. This is oh, uh, all right. One God. last comment. Go ahead. Yes, Andy, qu uh, you're the last word in Randolph, New Jersey. Howard, it's a privilege to speak to you. I got to tell you, when I heard you were having Billy's wife on, I said, oh, my God, Howard has jumped the shark. How could this interview possibly be interesting at all? And you have shown why you are the king of interviews, because this interview has been knocked out of the ballpark. Great interview. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, and don't I, I second guess. Yeah. You bring it all out in the guest. Beth seems like she's having fun there. It's been a nice No, the guest was correct, and uh, he's just kissing his ass. Like, there's no... No one objectively could listen to this interview and say it was any good for reasons other than mockery. Dude, the right before he calls, he said to the girl, does does Billy spank you? She said, I don't know. Kind of. Maybe. I don't think he feels the need to. Yeah, you really brought it all out of her on that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah totally. Kind of. Maybe I might. That was so that was such a nothing yeah. response. Yep. All these callers suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, the callers are nothing like this is. 
Anyways. Like if, Bill, if Billy Joel scored his own porn using his own music, no one would get an erection. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Fucking hell. Honest interview, a great perspective on Billy's life also from another angle. And let's face it, I almost have the two of them in bed with me behind the <laughs> What a great accomplishment. My greatest accomplishment ever. Well, I suggest... All right, thank you. And, and let your boyfriend Double A say hello to you. Oh, Double A quickly, oh. come on. Hey, Howard, how's it going? Yes. What's going on? I, wanna, I just want to thank uh, Beth for once again oh. doing such a beautiful thing for the animals, and she could count me in on uh, Team Beth, though. Oh, yay. Oh, absolutely going to be there. Will you run? You're going to run the marathon with absolutely. her? Absolutely. Really? Oh, wow. Wow. How about if he's the only one running with you? <laughs> yes, double A. Listen, she's, she's a, a very beautiful girl, and she is a true... Like she, I never understood the meaning of inner beauty until I met Beth. She's a very... Who do you love? Oh, Jesus. Oh, so you want to talk suck asshole? She's a grifter that cheated on everyone she'd been with. <laughs> That's oh, but, but, the but standard in, but, of inner beauty. <laughs> but keep in mind, keep in mind that doesn't come out until a couple years later. Well, even then, I mean, like she's yeah. obviously not a, a beauty. She's a gold digger. Straight yeah. the fuck up. Right. There's no two ways. Or the girl on Dancing with the Stars. The hot girl, girl? The huff girl or Beth? Oh, my God. I don't even know what Dancing with Stars is. <laughs> that's that's at least what a normal guy would say. Right. Dancing with the Stars. We just covered, um, what was it? Oh, my God. Um, God, I can't even recall what it was. But either way, that he has a, do you watch uh, Dancing with the Stars? No. Like, what, what man, what woman watches this show? There's, he, 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 I already was saying you, you're the straightest man I know, but with the gayest habits. I think he 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 got that half right. Yeah. Who, yeah. I, I don't really know. Is Double A from Chicago? He kind of sounds like he is. I don't recall his origin story. I just do, I just know that after he got busted with possession of kitty porn, um, they never oh, had one again. Oh, he did? I believe so, yeah. That's why we call he him. He won double, the lottery we called him, or something, we called him right? Double, double pedophile or something. You know, we call him all kinds of shit. He did. I yeah, never really understood. I never got who he was. I just gathered that he won the lottery and had this thing with Beth. Like every yeah. time he'd call in, it was like this over the top bullshit. Yeah. Sycophantic bullshit. <clears throat> all right. Okay. All right. That's right a answer. Good you answer. know what? I have to tell you, my driver saw you the other day. And he, when I got back into the car, he said to me, oh, my goodness, I've never seen, I've seen Beth, but I've never seen her close up. And he started, he was almost a poet. He was I said, you ought to call in. And he said, her. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, was this before or after Robin slapped the shit out of him and made him, <laughs> made him wait in the cold? <laughs> The one, the one uh, limo driver that answered the call and was it was uh, wasn't <laughs> hiding from her. That oh, I'm telling you, one of the funniest moments was when it was that limo when they were talking about how crazy she was, and that limo driver called in and she's like, "What service are you with?" And he said the name. She goes, she goes "Oh, oh yeah." Like oh, completely yeah. busted. Not even, not even, there wasn't even like a, a second's hesitation. Her eyes are like chandeliers. Aww. I was like, my 
you're so goodness. beautiful. Thank he says, you. I said, you have to call him with this. He said, no, she'll think I'm a stalker. Yeah, like I'm going to have him a. locked up. I need to hear those things. And, I and by the way, stalker like Robin's drunk. No, she's not hearing it at home. That's for sure. He's probably hearing, get this, fetch this, you know, fucking, you know, my back hurts. Get my extra wig. Fucking, you know, like. Uh, Quit shitting. But yes, don't shit. Can you scrape the gunk off my fucking ca- the calluses off my 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 <laughs> my feet? <laughs> Quit shitting so much. Stop yeah. eating. Stop eating. What don't don't drink this alcohol. Fucking bullshit story, Robin just said. And by the way, Robin looks pretty good during this time. She when really she starts, does. When she lost the weight <clears throat> there, yeah, she absolutely got kind of that was her. Well, that was when Florentine had her. And oh, uh, really. Yeah, pretty much. This is about this is about the era. Yeah, green drink, starvation, and everything. And then you know, all of a sudden, she, she discovers cheeseburgers again, and Friendly's mm-hmm. ice cream. Yep, Fiverr is Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Maybe your mom will be happy. Boy, the creepy meter meter hit red with that, huh? Katie, I know you have to jet off. Uh, in two hours, you'll be in your bikini by the pool, and I don't want to keep you from that. I mean, we could sit here and talk all day, right? Artie, you okay? Yeah. I, I, cookies. Uh, How many cookies has Artie What'd had? you put in there? Acid? It's Honestly, Artie's empty. eyes are, What is that, uh, George? The uh, tray is almost empty. <laughs> One, two, three. Like cookie four, monster. Four cookies left. Oh, my I gosh. I, How I many cookies did you bring? Probably 20. Oh, my There's God. Artie eating the cookies. Look, you can see it in high speed. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's sped up, so you can see it. <laughs> That's real speed. That's real speed. Like we laugh about it, and I did laugh at the time. Not that this, but they did another one where they added music to it, and I did think it was funny. But at the same time, I did think, you know, um, it's that exploitation. Like you're you're just basically fat shaming, or you know, just putting a video on him to to make him look like shit, basically. Dude, he looks terrible. And he does, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he really <laughs> doesn't look good. Like, it, it's joke. It's a joke how bad he looks. But like, man, that's real life. That's how he's yeah. walking around at that point. He looks bad. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> that is. A, if you put that on TV, that's the best commercial for your cookies. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I look like the cookie, like, cookie, cookie. You know what? You know, it was funny when I was thinking about this last night when she first came in and brought him those cookies. Like even Robin was like, what's the new take on a chocolate chip cookie? Right. And and the funny thing is, is that's every recipe in that horrible book she put together. <laughs> Spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs, chocolate Listen. chip cookies. I know there are people that pride themselves on their baking and stuff. I'm a, I'm a, a take it out of the fucking box, add the ingredients, shove it in the oven, and then you add what you want kind of person. You know, I go with basic shit. So I threw some Brazil nuts in it, crushed them up, and I go, okay, you need some some kind of, and they turned out fantastic, better than if I could have made it from scratch. But you're right, there's certain products that they're they're done, they're done, they're dummy proof now. You don't need. Dude. You know, there's no such thing as a bad chocolate chip cookie. Well, her response was uh, sometimes I put dried cherries in them. Do you remember oh, that? I do. Yeah. Like, well, no one's well, ever she, thought of that. Well, first off, you didn't hear. Right. Yeah. And these are your cookies. But right. That's a t- that's such a shitty thing to add, by the way. But yeah. like 
I just thought it was funny that she kind of got called out. Like, what's the new take on that? And then when you really look at her recipes, like biscuits, pot pie, <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs, lasagna, like. It just makes me think of that Three's Company episode where Jack's dressed up like a grandmother because they entered him in a in a Larry entered him in a contest as a grandmother tripper, and uh, hmm. someone kicks over his ingredients. So he goes over to Terry and says, "Look, what do you got? I can't just win with chocolate chip cookies." Uh, she pulls out some shit from her purse and he throws it in. He says, "I'll just make it work," and then the judge comes over. And he said, "One of these cookies, our judges ate." And it cured him, cured his sinuses because <laughs> it was cough yeah. drops. <laughs> yeah. And they, what do you call them? He goes, chocolate mint surprise cookies, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, that, that is a comedic thing. You could have fun with that. But for fuck's sake, um, the, the cookbook guys, again, if you, we, we covered it, I think, in part one. And uh, I, if I could put some stills, I'll see if I can remember to put the stills in the uh, Patreon because you guys will have fun with that shit. Oh, my Lord. So here we go. The, the outro stuff, of course, we have to have. Hey, Lisa G. How are you? Katie, you survived. I survived. That was fun. We were on a long time, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, it was. It was almost an hour, I'd say. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Wow. Your West good. Coast okay. friends are going to. Yeah. In for a treat. Katie, you were a little bit nervous. Which part was yeah, the, was uh, the most nerve wracking during the interview? Um, the, how many people have I had sex with? <laughs> he never really got a number out, did he? I know. That's no. good. No numbers. You avoided it. And, and the uh -huh. duty questions, and there was probably. Oh, I don't care talking about that. That was easy? I think that that's funny. Now, yeah. what what advice would you give? She, Beth said at one point in the interview, Howard grabs my boobs. Like he he always he grabs my boobs. What boobs? Yeah, like her implants. Same her, thing. Her where did her, where did her implants go, dude? Like, dude, where's my implant? <laughs> Smacks her ass and grabs her tits, neither of which actually exist. You right. Know? Like, can you hit on a slide ruler? Can you can you can you can you molest a kneecap? <laughs> They're pretty low there, man. Yeah, I don't know. This this is the, the fun bags have definitely been the the air's been let out of the balloons for certain. Mm. Now I do know that like at one point, uh I don't know what the technology's like now, but there at one point there is still in the in the 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 field of breast reconstructive surgery or whatever, like a you know, fake tits, you um mm. had to replace the implants every so often. Like mm. it was, it was advisable to change them or what have you, and then people of course that, would yeah. change them to get them smaller, get them bigger, whatever the fuck, get them tightened up, as they say, like you're spinning, like you're like you're rotating the tires on your car, and um, uh, she went at one point there, she went to a, a cycle where she had nothing in there, like she decided mm -hmm. I'm letting them go. How can you not mention that if this is the Howard Stern show, right? Yeah, I would imagine she'd be pretty flat-chested without implants. She, and she was, yeah. Those FHM <clears throat> pictures are the perfect example of like what, and and those. And to me, honest, if if you're that skinny, you should be avoiding implants, or you should make getting getting some that, you know, don't really look that obvious. And at that point, you know, shitty doctor, mm. also shitty physique. You're, you're maybe not going to be able to pull them <laughs> off without looking fake. Right, Howard used a Groupon to get them. <laughs> Cheap motherfucker. Steven Singer plastic surgery. <laughs> Can one of our sponsors, do they do this? You see Nobu on the inside of one of the tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobu fillet, scallop tits.
<laughs> to someone who you know knows Howard off the air and is about to go in for the first time now that you've, you've done it. Hmm. I guess just be honest. Have a good time. You know, laugh. Honesty will always kind of diffuse anything that Howard's trying to uh, get out yeah, of you. Yeah, you just tell the truth. Be yourself. Right. How do you think she did, Beth? I mean, oh, she's great. She tell talking. the truth. That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> you know what she, she is a good. She is a good-looking girl. I kind of take back my um, things initial, that upset. Your initial, she's like a fucking Ohio four or whatever. I I you probably said, said something insensitive Six. like that, but she she's she's got that like if she had a little bit of Brazilian, like a couple like a little exotic element, she she'd be like super hot, you know, but. She, she's good looking. She's a good looking girl for no, sure. She not, she, she's not a bad looking girl by any stretch. It's uh, but I, I think she looked a little evil, though. That's just the way that her 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 uh, in repose like she seems almost not. It's not resting bitch face, but yeah. um, it, it, she, yeah. she is insufferable kind of. It looks like there's a palpable disdain on her on her face, even yeah. when she's not speaking. You know what I mean? I noted. No, I did notice that this time, like when she wasn't phony smiling it was sort of a very uh flat side, yeah side eye <sighs> and beth and beth with the finger pointing and the just a complete discomfort in front of the camera anyway uh, let's keep going and how they we all know each other and how we're yeah Katie we're all friends close. it was fun right. yeah, it was fun cool. and her cookbook is amazing so. and, and what's it called again the comfort table the comfort okay. table all right yeah. great good luck with that katie and thank thanks, you thank thanks. you guys all right. god Okay, Beth, so Beth we'll leave that there. Beth just has some some big clumsy hands, and she also draws attention to them by having all kinds of bangles she, around each wrist. Like she, it looks like, you know, they look like <laughs> Shang Chi and the Ring of the Ten Rings or some shit. Like uh, big hands. Yeah, they're huge. They're the, you know she can palm a, a basketball easy. <laughs> they're big knuckly kind of hands. Tell us what you do, and and that's it. So are you, you're resentful of Howard's success and where but he is not and he lives that kind of life? Not Howard. Howard deserves every ounce of success because he's brilliant. Does Billy Joel deserve everything? Absolutely. And that's why he's getting and his dick sucked by Katie. Okay. Does the person that's with him deserve it? Yes. So, yes. Then what, so I'm not sure where your issue is then. <laughs> the, issue, the issue is to me, I just would like to have a, a more, um, I guess, more of a hardcore down-to-earth interview. I particularly, me personally, it's my taste. I don't like the lavish lifestyle uh, interview. That really, it kind of turns me off a little bit. What should the income level be of non-famous? It's not guys? about but, income. But, but level. if that's her, it, it just seemed very pretentious. But to that's me. her lifestyle. That's, that's that's exactly right. It's very pretentious. No one can relate. No one wants to hear yeah. it. And if you go like a press a promo tour for someone doing a movie and they talk about the movie and the making of if you're into film, if you're in, if you're a film student, if you're um, uh, an actor, that might be of interest to you. Other people won't give a fuck. But if and if you're a rich person, you want to hear about, you know, their lifestyle so you can compare. And, you know, next time you see them, you've got your own fucking Gulfstream, whatever the fuck, because they only rent and you're leasing your you own your own jet, that kind of shit. Mm. Maybe that's of interest to you. But the average person would not give two squirts of piss for this interview. Yeah, his little lim Howard's little lemmings and flying monkeys. So what's the appropriate? And I was like, it's not about her income. It was just, no. it was fucking pretentious, and it's not shit I want to hear. And it was fluff. That was the other Simple. thing. Like she didn't, she didn't dish anything. No, nothing. No. She gave up nothing. Right, if, that's, 
the only thing she gave us insight helped give us incidentally was insight between Beth and Howard. That first right. <laughs> that that interrogation segment. Right. Yeah. It's her life. Should she make something up? No, she shouldn't. But that's what I don't personally get a kick out of. I'm not personally entertained uh, with that type of jargon. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> let's or go to, gibberish. Let's go to the phones. We've got a bunch of calls on this. We'll start with uh, Chuck and Dearborn. Chuck, you're on the wrap-up show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Um, great show today. I really, uh, really enjoyed it, except for the interview with um, Billy Joel's wife. Well, I mean, I really... I don't normally agree with Sal, but I gotta agree with him on this one. It was one of the most dullest interviews and pointless interviews I've, I've ever had to listen to with Howard. So I don't know, I don't know what the reason why he had her on, except for a stupid book. But who cares? <laughs> but other than that, she uh, she just came off really uh, a little bit pretentious and um, and just I uh, was just annoying, man. And uh, I don't think it was she was a good guest today. All right, well, so Chuck from Dearborn agrees with you, Sal. No, no, I didn't say she wasn't a good guest. I said that I particularly don't like that, that type of interview. I mean, I don't, I don't like her. That, her type of lifestyle and what she conveyed today, I don't find interesting as a listener of the Howard Stern. So, so you agreed with him? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> love, you agreed love, with uh, him, then. I love the stockbroker thing. No, 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 I don't agree with him. I just, uh, I just think that was a really I thought it was a bad guest. interview. And yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like her. <laughs> that was like already trying, trying to do an impression of Sal. So I was asking for Seth MacFarlane's number and uh, and then said, look, I don't I, I don't I Jason, do you have his number? I, if you have his number, I'd like it. But I'm not asking you for his number. <laughs> Ernie goes, that, this is that solid going that you. Hey, you robbed the gas station. Listen, that's bullshit. Listen, I robbed the gas station. <laughs> Yeah, you're saying she's a bad guest. You're saying it's a bad interview. Yeah, fantastic. You didn't like her interview, but you still thought she was a good guest. Based on what Howard did with it, he made it as good as he could do it, as, as good as he can. And he did a good job. Okay, Ron in Boston, you're on the wrap-up show. Yeah, um, God, that guy just stole my thunder because I usually don't agree with Sal, but maybe Howard made uh, you know chicken salad with chicken shit today, but she was... I, I, I just sat there and I was like, oh, poor you. You have to go to the Hamptons? Oh, your life's so hard. You're sucking Billy Joel's dick. Come on. That's it. She never said she was doing that. Well, then she, she should be. <laughs> oh, my God. God bless the callers, man. The, the callers? Through. The callers for Howard were so much better than the callers for Opie and Anthony. I'll give them that. <laughs> These guys are fucking Brutal. funny, man. Because Billy Joel, I mean, and really, I know maybe in New York he's held to a higher power, but what has he really done since Glass Houses? I mean, come on. He's done Katie. Well, there you go. But, I mean, that's about it. And she was kind of, it was boring. It was pretentious. It was, um, you know, I don't know. Mo, she tried to do her own laundry. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing is these motherfuckers mean this shit. Like, they're not even trying to be funny, and they're right. Right, yes. (laughs) That's angry sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, Ron. Thanks for thanks for weighing in. And are we uh, really cutting Billy Joel off that everything after Glass Houses sucks? Is that what this guy's saying? 
I'm trying to think what came after Glass Houses. I like the album with um, I can't Innocent remember. Man was after that's that, great, right? That's a great record. I also like the one with um, We Didn't Start the Fire. There's a couple of good songs on that one. My favorite's Uptown Girl. How can you not love that song? You're just so angry, aren't you? Jesus, no, what are you so pissed about? First of all, I love Billy Joel. I've been to plenty of Billy I know, Joel concerts. I know, you're a you fan. Know. Oh, you go to concerts. <laughs> <laughs> In the nosebleeds, Benji. Uh, oh, high and mighty, walking up those steps. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Teddy, you know what? Let's take a break. Will we? All right, that's about it for that, guys. I thought there might be a little bit more. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed that one. Uh, we certainly had fun uh, breaking down that thing, and we thank the callers for really make putting the cherry on the top of the shitty sawdust cake. <laughs> Terrible, uh, Carvel cake. It's yeah, just really brutal. I, I think the one the 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 only ones worse. There's that Jill Martin chick that came in with Beth as well, and that one was only slightly more entertaining because she was a bit more loosey loosey goosey with whatever she wanted to answer because she dated Steve Gutenberg. But then again, Beth had to be shoehorned in there. Why? Meta communication, man. I don't know. Got to ask her. I, who knows? I, I yeah. don't know why she does. She's like the fucking omen every time she's in with an interview. <laughs> the ambassador. Anyway, thank you so much for hanging, man. Any closing words? Any yeah. plug for any plug for the record shop? Any uh, uh, anything you want? There's uh, one of our one of our uh, Q one of the Q efforts says want, definitely wants to stop by Chicago and share. A, I can't remember the dish you mentioned. Empanera. Uh, what was it called? What was it? Uh, it was some some Mexican oh. some Latino dish that you mentioned that uh, you say are awesome. Uh, the hibarito. Hibarito, that's the, it. Yeah, the yeah. Plantain so, sandwich. Yeah, they said they want it. They want it. Yeah, they'll 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 treat you to it or something. Oh well, shit! I'll always eat one of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess if if anyone is into extreme metal, um, Meteor Dash Gem, J or G E M dot com can buy CDs, records, tapes, shirts. If uh, you're ever in Chicago and, and want to meet me, I'm in there usually on the weekends, sometimes during the, the weekdays, but um, in the Avondale neighborhood of Chicago. So, yeah, that's it. Perfect. Hit me up. Thanks so, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, absolutely, man. Take care, guys. We love you. I would get off a plane from Cleveland on a Sunday, and there'd be a wedding in her family. Uh -oh. And I go, hey, listen, I, I, I would rather dunk my head in acid oh. than go to your second cousin's wedding right now. <laughs> and I said, I said, Dave, go to apologize. She goes, you think we're coming? I said, Dana, well, I'll give them $2,500. Right. Okay? I made forty grand this weekend. Take two of it. Give it to your fucking cousin. <laughs> and say, Peter, Artie's not here in two grand, or Artie's here, and you got a hundred. You covered a plate. <laughs> I'm sure they won't give a shit.